Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with 
envious eyes. Perception is the key, and the heart yeah. is the solution. Heart perception will change everything. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact us, you can email rdgable, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. And check out our website where you can find the show archive, the montage archive, my books, top news, and more at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's dot I-N-F-O, thesecretteachings.info. Last night, we looked at automatic writing. The show is called Automatic Writing on the Wall. And we looked at a story that might not have seemed like it had anything to do with psychic or paranormal phenomena. But I think that the basis of the writing on the wall in the book of Daniel, meaning many Tikal Parson, Daniel's brought into the King Belshazzar's court to decipher the writing and says that it basically means that there is going to be an end to your kingdom. You've defiled the temple of God, and you did not learn your lesson from your father, Nebuchadnezzar. Now, whether or not these are real people, perhaps they are real, perhaps they're not real. Titles like king are bestowed among many people, queen, prince, princess. Jesus is Zeus or Azus or Yeshua. Christ as a title, the anointed one, the Messiah, like the Messa, the Messiah. The Messa was a fat that was used to create oil that would be used to anoint pharaohs in Egypt. Messa came from crocodiles, so they called pharaohs the Messiah. So different names that were given to people that were titles. So whether or not they are real people or not is not a subject that is in need of discussion or debate. What's important is what the story conveys to us. And the story conveys to us, meany, meany, tikal parson, that those who violate the temple of God, as Nebuchadnezzar and Belshazzar did in the story, and Belshazzar took the temple gold and the temple silver from the temple of God and goblets and drank wine out of them and defiled them in his court, And God was very upset. So God wrote on the wall that the time of your kingdom is over and Belshazzar later died. Now, the meaning of the story can be very importantly applied to what's happening today with technology because we are defiling the temples that we call our bodies. We are defiling the temple of nature and we are attempting to replace it with a digital virtual sub-reality We are attempting to replace it with genetically engineered, not enhanced, genetically engineered, controlled organisms that can be patented, that can be controlled, RNA vaccinations, spraying nanoparticulates that are both metals that are perhaps robotic. All this can be done in nanoform in the atmosphere through what Julian Assange called evil dust what Ray Kurzweil said would be nanobots, they'd infuse everything. This is a defiling of the temple of nature. And when we defile the temple of nature, there are repercussions for this. There will be retribution. There is 
what people call karma as a result of this. Now, automatic writing might seem like it's unrelated to that story except for the clever title, Automatic Writing on the Wall, which was the name of last night's show. But automatic writing or telepathy or psychokinesis or ESP are different versions of human abilities that are expressed in different ways that are not as easily, but are certainly identifiable, but not as easily identifiable through scientific instruments of observation. Scientists have no problem assuming that there are other planets beyond our view of where a Hubble telescope can see. And we have no problem making assumptions about things that we think we've conquered and think we know. Although that's very arrogant, it's very centric. We look on the micro level, and we look at bacteria, we look at viruses, and we don't necessarily understand why we get sick. So we look at something in the presence of a sickness, and we say that's what's making us sick, but that might not be the case. What's making us sick might be something else, and the fever the postulate, these are things that are getting rid of the problem, not creating the problem. We don't need to suppress those symptoms. And we just classify the body's natural reaction into diseases. Well, you have smallpox, you have diabetes, you have cancer. I mean, even diabetes, is it caused by sugar or is it caused by fat? There's evidence to suggest that it's one or the other or both or something else as well. Mainline medicine, mainline science, mainline scientists, mainline doctors don't go beyond questioning because their systems of schooling are very indoctrinating. And I think that you all are very aware of this. There are others that can think outside the box and they look beyond. Now you might think looking beyond is left up to someone like me or it's left up to someone like you, but that is not the case because natural human abilities beyond the five senses are things that a lot of us have certainly experienced. Personally, I've experienced telepathy with other people, usually romantic partners. I can experience a form of telepathy with my son. He's a part of me. You can experience telepathy and Know that it happened. Know that you experienced it. And there are those who will say telepathy is just a delusion. It's not real. And it's like, okay, but I experienced it. I don't care what you call it. I've experienced it. Today, we call telepathy, or people that are telepathic, we call them empaths. They can sense and they can feel the energy. Like the Jedi in Star Wars. I sense great fear in you. I sense a disturbance in the force. These are natural abilities. These are natural things like Peter Parker, Spider-Man, the spider sense. He can sense things. He can feel things. That's intuition. Women have great intuition, especially when they're pregnant, especially when they become mothers. They share that unseen bond with a child. And fathers have a different form of bond. One's not more powerful than the other, per se, 
in one way or another that matters more or less. But there's an intuition, there's a connection, there's fatherly intuition. These are things that aren't necessarily easily measured, but can indeed be measured. And so you might have experienced it, or you might think, well, no, I don't think that's possible. But back in 1984, the New York Times published a story about how the Pentagon was focusing on ESP for wartime use. And you can look up New York Times back decades ago, where they're talking about Sidney Gottlieb and mind control experiments and LSD, Dr. Jolly and West and UCLA, different universities that were used as hubs for mind control research. And this is what the article says about ESP and the Pentagon. It says the Pentagon has spent millions of dollars, probably billions in today's dollars, millions of dollars, according to three new reports, on secret projects to investigate extrasensory phenomena and to see if the sheer power of the human mind can be harnessed to perform various acts of espionage and war, penetrating secret files, for example, locating submarines or blowing up guided missiles in mid-flight. Further, one of the reports says, concern about a psychic arms gap has reached as high as the White House. In 1977, by this account, President Carter ordered the Central Intelligence Agency to conduct a high-level review of psychic research behind the Iron Curtain in an attempt to assess a possible Soviet threat. Of course, the Pentagon denies that it spent money on psychic research, although there are declassified documents and tremendous, tremendous amounts of information and evidence of that. But that's like saying, we don't have any files on UFOs. But you're holding the files, and they say, unidentified objects and disks and creatures, and you're like, wait a minute, these are UFO files. And the Pentagon says, no, they're not. And then you read the classification and they're filed under UAPs. They're unidentified aerial phenomena. Right? I guess they're phenomenon, but there are various forms. So they're unidentified phenomena. They're plural. It's like, wait, I thought you said you didn't have UFOs. We don't. We have UAPs. We didn't spend money on psychic research. We spent money on super soldier programs. That's what they were trying to create. Psychic spies. They were trying to master esoteric arts, as the New York Times says, ESP, telepathy, clairvoyance, psychokinesis, moving objects with the mind, all in the name of national defense. So whether you've experienced it or the military has experimented with it back in the 70s and before that, and the Soviets did, it's likely that the Germans did even way, way before the 1960s and 70s, way before the Cold War, and we know the stories of the Vril Society. And, but this all goes back even further than that. And I think it's really World War I into World War II that we lost a lot of information or we lost a lot of interest in these topics. Because if you go back to the mid-1800s, what was happening? You had famous playwrights and famous authors and people like Oscar Wilde who supposedly used automatic writing to write a lot of the stuff that he wrote. There are people like Pearl Curran, who was a housewife, and I think she lived in St. Louis, she used automatic writing to write a, a large volume of, of text that she attributed to a 17th century spirit named Patience. I think her name was Patience or something like that. Or, but she lived in like 17th century England. Now, all that might sound like, well, it's just speculation. These are just stories. And that happened a long time ago. Well... 
In the case of Pearl Curran, she lived in the late 1800s. She channeled Patience Worth from 17th century England. She wrote a bunch of stuff, no formal training, so she clearly had some kind of information. And then, of course, Oscar Wilde, you know, he was born in, I think, 1854, died in 1900. But there are others that are using this today. I mean, hell, Elton John uses which language to write his music. Even John Todd of the U.S. record industry said that. Much of the music in the industry in general is written, uh, written by which language. People like David Bowie would assemble songs by cutting up pages from newspapers then reattaching the shreds at random. Kurt Cobain did the same thing. Thom York of Radiohead did the same thing. So whether it's you, it's the military, it's the music industry, or it's Joseph Smith and the Book of Mormon, that was supposedly translated through automatic writing. And others, like the Urantia book, which was published in the 1950s, that was supposedly the result of automatic writing. It's a little sticky subject for me. I'm not sure if I you know, am, am all in on that, but I'm not all in on a lot of things. I just... The Urantia book, for some people, kind of gets us into like the law of one, although it's totally different, where like anybody's channeling anything and that's happening all the time. And, you know, aliens are talking to some guy on YouTube with two followers, that kind of thing. Just people tell stories. But this is really well-documented stuff. Uh, Automatism. Psychography. Automatic writing. Psychography and automatism. These are the abilities to channel as you are a conduit entities or spirits. When people take drugs, they step out of the body and other things can step into the body or what are called walk-ins, right? And we can say, hey, we want something to take over our body and to make this piece of music or to make this piece of art. We are the vessel, but we are also the vessel for our soul and our spirit, which is rightfully inhabiting this, this vessel. And we are interacting every day as if we are conduits because we are that's why when you use the ouija board or you practice automatism or psychography this is the subconscious or the guardian angel and other things that might be defined as such or more in scientific terms that are communicating through you it's you it's nothing else it's just you you have that power you have that ability and this stuff can all be identified through scientific understanding what we call remote viewing or clairvoyance that the military in the United States and other countries have experimented on. Even NASA did experiments on telepathy and things like that. Clairvoyance, uh, telepathy, whatever the ability might be, it can be quantified. A lot of these things can be quantified. And I want to read you a section from my book. I briefed the subject last night. I briefed uh, part of the book last night on the show. My book, Occult Arcana, which has a a large amount of information on psychic phenomenon. And in that book, I, I wrote this. I said, emotions have a dramatic effect on the body, resulting in stress and sickness or in balance and harmony. Anger, frustration, and hatred may play upon electromagnetic fields so powerfully that the energy of the body is able to overload external mechanisms. These phenomena are especially prevalent in adolescence. They include telekinesis, the ability to influence objects without direct physical interaction, and pyrokinesis, the ability to create and control fire with the mind. In a space where there is anger, resentment, hatred, and the like, may be produced results classified as poltergeist activity. You guys know, you know, carry, right? Telekinesis, anger. It is 
well um, received in paranormal communities that it's particularly young women that have these emotional states that are more unstable than young men, and this causes the poltergeist activity. The book I wrote, Occult Arcana, I said, quote, that is not to say that there are not influences from beyond the veil, because there certainly are. The implication here, however, is that many disturbances are actually caused by scientifically explainable phenomena resulting from overtaxed physical and emotional states. And there's a strange internet interest that I did a show on years ago. I think it was for Halloween in like 2015 called street light or street lamp interference. And the people that interfere with street lights and street lamps are called sliders, S-L-I-D-E-R-S, sliders. And what it is is you walk or you drive past a street light and the light flickers on, it flickers off. Maybe it goes off entirely, stays off. And you could say, well, that was a, a loose bulb or that was a coincidence. But I know I myself have walked under lights where it's just like one goes out, the next one goes out, the next one goes out. And I look back and they're coming on as I move. So our bodies are electrical and electricity is all around us all the time. We use it as a tool. We use it as a weapon. We use it to power our machines and our devices. But we don't fully, I don't think, understand what electricity is. I don't know if anybody fully understands what electricity is. Um, I don't think scientists have even come to a full understanding of what exactly charges the atmosphere. I mean, there's magnetics and there's, there's, a, there's a basic physics understanding of it. But beyond that, universally, spiritually, it seems like there's a very little understanding unless you go into the esoteric and the occult. And then there's a, there's a missing piece there that I think could help mainline science. But it's said within the research of sliders and street lamp interference that it's through excited states of emotion. It could be anger, it could be happiness and joy, it could be sexual excitement, and this is what interferes with the lighting, turns them off. Street lamp interference, in a simple and it's kind of almost comical, it's like a really silly thing in a way, but you may have experience being next to a machine or a phone and the is something malfunctioning on it. I'm interested in this because this happens to me all the time. Batteries drain, they die. Like they're inside of a crop formation. There's mechanical issues, technical issues, not just common ones, but like for me, every day, virtually every day, virtually everything I touch that's mechanical, there's an error, there's an issue. And and this is a real, even scientifically documented thing that people can actually affect electronics. I mean, your body's electrical. Of course it can. It's a bioelectrical system. Of course it can affect those things. And electricity can be used. It can be harnessed to power that machine to create and build something, protect something, or it can be used to destroy something, right? Energy can be used in these ways. We use our consciousness and our awareness to do these things. Electricity can be used to heal, as it's been documented since the 1700s, 1800s, or it can be used to kill people, or it can be used to bring them back to life with a defibrillator. This is the natural thing that permeates and that exists everywhere. It's all around us. They call it ether, chi. It's the force in Star Wars, right? I'm not saying electricity is that, but it's, it's that static. It's that energy. It's what they call dark matter, in a sense. It's all these things. Uh, this is the invisible world, and we can't see it. 
unless we have special instruments, and then even then we can't necessarily see it, but we know that it's there. We feel it. We, we can speculate, use well-controlled speculation. It's there. And so whether it's automatic writing used by Oscar Wilde or Elton John, what they call witch language, or it's ESP and clairvoyance and psychokinesis and telepathy and remote viewing, all these things have been used by the military to test and determine how they can make super soldiers and whether they're psychic spies who remote view Russia or they're psychic spies that remote view China today or they're super soldiers where they've been given these enhanced abilities where they can literally control other things with their mind. So we have TV shows like The Boys on Amazon. We have television shows and movies that are about superheroes and some like Batman don't have superheroes, but others that can fly. We think flying is a superpower. You know, x-ray vision is a superpower. But we can use machines to help us fly. We can use machines to have x-ray vision. We can use machines and technologies and electricity to help us obtain these abilities, which is essentially what Batman does. But we also have some of these abilities. We have, like, telepathic abilities. If you've experienced it, you know. You can say, well, that makes me an empath. That makes me, you know... I'm I'm a telepath. Call it whatever you want. You've experienced it. Fine. It's not meant to like grow your ego. It's meant to allow you to realize like there are things that beyond that are beyond the standard scientific definition of the human body and the senses that just like archaeology obliterates a tremendous amount of history, perhaps more than it saves. Our understanding of anatomy and, and physics and things like this tends to obliterate a lot more than it saves and preserves. And when you factor in that there are other ways that the world works it it fills in the blanks and so you can use this understanding to develop weapons or to develop defensive capabilities you can use it to create superhumans or humans that are less than super in fact a u.s intelligence report just came out that china has been doing human testing to create biologically enhanced super soldiers and uh you know, the super soldiers are not, you know, being developed for the first time by China. Uh, we used these uh, understandings and this psychic research back in the well, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. It's been around for over 100 years, and we have instruments now that can better help us gauge and understand it. I mean, even Scientific America said that our cognitive and physical abilities are generally limited, but when we change our perception, this was back in 2013, your thoughts can release abilities beyond normal limits. This is understood by the mainstream scientific community. We just kind of laugh and scoff at it because we're told to while they investigate research and weaponize it. Others tap into it for more peaceful purposes. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Check it out today to get access to the full show archive, the montages, my books, and more. Someone brought up a great point that if you already have one of my books... And you don't want to, uh, you know, get a second copy. It's $35 for the one-year subscription for our holiday special. So just check it out at www.thesecretteachings.info. It supports the show, you, and the Fringe FM. And we'll be giving 10% of the the holiday special to the Fringe FM, to the network that hosts us. This is the Fringe FM. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us.
Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else. www.thesecretteachings.info Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum and you're listening to The Fringe FM. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Why listen to The Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with Lighting the Void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. It's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth. 
I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. So China has been conducting experiments to create biologically enhanced super soldiers. The United States has done this for decades. Other countries have done this. This is not something new. Drugs have been used in the past, and today vaccines are used. The RNA vaccine that China has used to genetically enhance or biologically enhance their soldiers to give them enhanced capabilities is an interesting and intriguing subject because of the RNA vaccine receiving global attention because of COVID-19. Now, China, in doing this testing and trying to create these biologically enhanced super soldiers, is enhancing a soldier so that they are a better fighter, right? And if you know how to do that, you can also destroy a person. What I mean by that is if I clean up my desk really nice and organize all my files, that takes a while to create something that's beautiful and beneficial to my mind state. But if I just throw trash everywhere and break things and disorganize things, that doesn't take very long at all. It's very easy to do that. It's also very easy to manipulate natural, human, natural, God-like, natural things in the environment. It's easy to wreck the environment. It's not easy to clean it up. Now, this is just a basic, you know, observation of things like good and evil. And it's represented in Kether and Malkuth on the Tree of Life and why negative thoughts tend to stick around longer than positives, because positive thoughts move up the tree quicker, negative thoughts stay down and crystallize in the material world. Now, in that material world is our body, and our body is a vessel. So when we conduct actions, whether we're conscious of them in attempting to do them, or we are unconscious in the sense that we're not even aware we're doing them, it could be subconscious, like a Ouija board or something that's telekinetic, something that falls off the wall. We don't know why. Maybe maybe the nail fell out or something, but I've had things nailed to the wall with five nails, and it's come out of the wall. And I don't know if I'm doing that or if someone's trying to do that to me, or maybe something just wants to speak to me through the Ouija board that it knocked off my wall. I don't know. But what I do know is that what we call telepathy and clairvoyance and psychokinesis and psychometry, they can be put into different categories. Telepathy, I can feel that. Other things like psychokinesis might be things that we experience but don't even know we're experiencing them. Like when, yeah, something falls off your wall. And that's because the body is electric. You have an energy field around your body. This is well known in mainline science, whether animals or insects. We have this energy field. There's a a geometry to it that is very sacred. The ancient civilizations for the most part knew this and perhaps more ancient than them where they got their information their knowledge from this is well known Uh, they call this the micro and the macrocosm now when it comes to something like electricity and psychic or parapsychological which i think that word was coined by hans holzer we actually interviewed his daughter alexandra many many years ago Uh, hans holzer coins parapsychology he wrote a tremendous amount of of, of, uh, data on parapsychological things, whether it's UFOs or psychic or paranormal phenomena. 
But when you think of electricity in the body, just like those super soldiers in China, you can create a super soldier, you can create a less than super soldier. If you can harness that power to make something better by your definition, you can use that power to make something worse by your definition. If you want your soldiers to be super enhanced, but you want your citizens to be unenhanced, well, then that creates a massive divide and it creates a, 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 this technological divide where people that are enhanced have unnatural abilities that allow them to control those who aren't enhanced. And there's a video game based on this idea. And, of course, this was also kind of like a joking theme in Star Wars even where, you know, like if you watch The Mandalorian, uh, he didn't like droids. Some people like droids. Some people don't like droids. Some people think that even medicine is, is bad for them. They don't take medicine at all, any kind of medicine. Some people don't even take, like, herbs. They say, no, God wants me to be who I am. Well, but didn't God put the herbs there? I don't know. It's a whole thing. But you think of electricity. Electricity can do a lot of things to you, even if you're not trying to understand it or identify it or use it to create a weapon or something like this. So back in the early to mid-1700s, an interest in electricity skyrocketed, especially in the 1750s, because in 1746, Pieter von Muskenbroek, professor of physics at the University of Leiden, essentially captured lightning in a bottle, literally captured lightning in a bottle in the sense that he was able to store an electrical charge in a bottle, and they were able to discharge it through metal. And so this became very popular, and uh, Muskenbroek and others said, this is dangerous, don't do it. And people decided, we don't care what you say, we want to be electrocuted. There's a book written on this, it's called The Invisible Rainbow. It's a history of electricity and life. Arthur Furstenberg wrote this book, first published in 2017, and it documents what is kind of a humorous history of electricity, where people bought laden jars and they tried to uh, find people that were electricians that would electrocute them for fun, not like to torture them to death, not some BDSM thing, but because they wanted to feel it. There's also, there was the electrical kiss where people would be charged and then they would kiss and you'd feel that spark, which is natural. And you can also feel that between two people who have a very strong energetic, a very strong physical, emotional, mental, emotional, spiritual, conscious bond. You can feel that energy when you touch them, whether it's sexual or otherwise, or when you kiss them. But that used to be a thing like electrical kisses and I mean, electricity was even used in the 1800s. In 1851, uh, the great neurologist Guillaume Duchesnay de Boulogne used it to cure deafness, and others also used electricity to cure deafness. Very, 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 very tiny stimulating electrodes, very, very, very tiny amounts of electricity, very short periods of time, and people like Guillaume were able to bring hearing back in people who had lost their hearing or had never been able to hear at all. That was documented in the 1850s. But of course, electricity can be very dangerous. We think of electricity as being dangerous in some ways, but in other ways, we think it's not dangerous. Like you tell your kid, don't put the fork in the electric socket, but then you live under electrical wires. <laughs> you go to sleep with a, CF, a CFL bulb next to you with your cell phone in your bed, right? 
Like, don't come near me. You could have COVID-19, but I'm going to go eat McDonald's. You're scared of something you can't see, but you're not scared of something you can see, which is an interesting reverse, but because you don't think that that food that you're eating has any effect on you because you don't see the effects. It tastes good, so you have the association that it's a good thing. The fat and the salt and the sugar, that's what you want. And the way that people used to line up to be electrocuted in big lines, it's kind of like with RNA vaccines with COVID-19 today, with the new testing um, of these vaccines, violation of the Nuremberg Code, top scientists saying this is dangerous, don't do it if you're under 16, if you're pregnant, if you're over a certain age, basically don't get the vaccine. It's just like Muskenbrook was said, don't electrocute yourself. And people were like, I don't care. I want to electrocute myself. Scientists and doctors and researchers are saying, don't get the vaccine. And people are like, but I want to get the vaccine. It's no different than 17, 1800s and electricity. But we know what electricity can do to the body. And electricity, which moves our objects, they move our mechanical devices, they move our machines, they go through us and we feel, feel, feel we can feel them. Uh, even when we don't think it's electricity, we're feeling electricity. You feel dizziness, nausea, headaches, nervousness, irritability, mental confusion, depression, insomnia, drowsiness, fatigue, weakness, numbness, tingling, joint and muscle pain, backaches, heart palpitations, chest pain, colic, diarrhea, constipation, nosebleed, hemorrhaging, itching, tremors, seizures, paralysis, fever, respiratory infection, shortness of breath, coughing, wheezing, and asthma attacks, eye pain, weakness, fatigue, ringing in the ears, or tinnitus, metallic taste, and in some severe cases, death might occur. Contact your doctor before you try electricity. Now, in all seriousness, those are the non-therapeutic effects of electricity. The therapeutic effects of electricity include increased lactation, urination, defecation. It can be used to cure constipation. It has been for hundreds of years. Relief of pain. It depends on the frequency. It depends on where it's being applied, how it's being applied. So electricity can heal, but electricity can cause a lot of other problems. Last week we did a show called, you know, the famous document, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, which is about psych warfare and dividing the family and obliterating uh, traditional uh, uh, familial legacy uh, systems. I called the show Silent Wars and Quiet Weapons, and it was about the embassy in Cuba, the U.S. embassy, and what they call Havana Syndrome. We're back in 2017 here on The Secret Teachings, we told you. And we were also on ground zero that, that year. And we told you that microwave weapons were very likely used against the U.S. and Canadian diplomats in Cuba. And it also, was also done in China. And it was done in the 50s, 1954 in Moscow. People got very sick from microwave attacks by the Soviets on the U.S. embassy. And that's well documented. So we use that to speculate that what's happening to these diplomats today, it's a microwave weapon. So we talked about that last Monday. However, at the time, and I went through all these articles on the show, mainstream media said, we can't find a microwave weapon, so one was not used. That's like saying somebody threw a brick through your window, and then they reached in the window, got the brick, and ran away, and you come home, your window's broken, and you're like, that window's actually not broken, because I can't find what broke it. You know, it's like Christmas vacation. Well, something had to break the window, something had to bust the stereo, something had to, you know, get the floor all wet. I don't know, Todd. You know, I, it's, that's, what, that's what it is. Like, something had to break the window. Something had to make us sick. 
Is it a virus? Is it a bacterium? What exactly is making us sick? It's just an assumption a lot of the time. Try this drug. It's trial and error. Electricity, though, can give us these feelings. So let me read you a couple of the things electricity does. This all relates to psychic and paranormal parapsychological research and understanding. Dizziness, nausea, nervousness, depression, fatigue, weakness, you know, muscle pain, uh, heart palpitations, chest pain, seizures, itching, paralysis, fever, respiratory infections, shortness of breath. If we isolate some of these, coughing, weakness, fatigue, respiratory infection, shortness of breath, numbness and tingling, drowsiness, insomnia, nausea, dizziness, headaches. What are those the symptoms of? They're the symptoms of like most diseases. They're the symptoms of COVID-19, are they not? I don't think 5G did anything, for the record. I'm saying that electricity can make us sick. Electricity, microwaves, frequencies, energies have been used to make people not only sick, but to drive them mentally crazy, to give them some form of brain damage from a distance. Aaron Alexis, the Washington Naval Yard shooter, back in like 2013, I believe it was, he scribbled my elf weapon onto his gun, extremely low frequency. These can affect the brain. He said people were chasing him, beaming signals into his head, telling him to do really terrible things. And now they're telling you that there are devices that can put music in your head and nobody else can listen. It goes right into your little sound bubble you know, sound and audio projection. They, they use this for advertisements. This is not just military. This is used for, you know, video games and computer games, and it's used for, you know, other things. It's used for listening to music. So hearing voices in your head, you, you could be thought to be a shaman in some cultures. You could be thought to be crazy in others. You could be thought to be mentally ill, or you could be thought to be listening to your favorite music through some new device. And understanding that electricity can affect us in these ways, and we live in a world oversaturated with electronics and wires, and sometimes you can hear it. You can hear the zzz, the buzzing sound. That's often accompanied by glowing orbs that create real crop formations where the stalks are bent, but they continue to grow. There's a, a, a microwaving of the water which comes out of an expulsion cavity. There is an electromagnetic disturbance, so energy gets drained, helicopters flying over, uh, their, their, their uh, instruments malfunction. It's very much like the Devil's Triangle near Japan or the Bermuda Triangle near Florida. These are in crop formations. So electricity is something we don't normally associate with Sickness, disease, it's not something we associate with psychic phenomena, it's not something we associate with parapsychology, but unless you're a real deep researcher on those subjects, you'll realize like electricity and energy are essentially everything, you know, whether it's ghosts or, or, you know, plasma or whatever it might be, like the energy, you can, the hairs on your neck or your head stand up, you can feel it in the air. Sometimes you can even hear the crackling of the electricity, the electric So these things can make us very, very sick. They can also be used to power machines. They can be used to heal us 
And these are just the applications that, that we take on. There are other natural things that we are using to create these, these machines, these devices, this understanding. We're taking something natural like water and we're using it to, you know, to run it through a, a dam, a power plant, a hydroelectric plant, and using it to produce electricity. We're using things that are natural to create things that are beneficial or things that are harmful. We're tapping into the natural world, which is, you know, Nikola Tesla's idea of a hydroelectric, um, you know, plant. And, uh, I mean, Tesla invented thousands of different things, thousands of patents, uh, incredible ideas. And a lot of the original research into create, or creating or uh, identifying and understanding psychic phenomena were a result of um, direct investigations into those things that led to the creation of things like the, like the television. Do you know that? Like the television was created as a result of psychic, parapsychological, paranormal investigations. That's where television and radio and other things came came from. Investigations into the paranormal, investigations into things that are unseen. So think about these kinds of abilities, right? Think about these kinds of uh, natural abilities that can be enhanced. You can create them through super soldier programs. You can enhance them through psychic spy programs. We know that the Pentagon has experimented with this since at least officially in the 80s, but they were doing it way before. The New York Times reported in 1984 the Pentagon was focusing on ESP for warfare. But you think, think about it. Why, why are TV shows like Stranger Things popular? Why was the X-Files popular? Well, when, when I first sat down to watch Stranger Things, my roommate said, hey, you should watch this. It's a good show. It just came out. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll watch it with you. And we watched it. And I, I thought within a couple episodes, I was like, this is MKUltra. This is Project Monarch. This is Montauk. <laughs> these are all these government experiments. And she was like, I don't, what are you talking about? You say stuff like that all the time. That's like, what do you mean? And I said, it's just like I showed her stuff, you know, on the internet. And she still didn't get it. And then, like, later on in the show, when Hopper, the sheriff, goes and they're investigating what's going on at the DOE lab, the Department of Energy lab, what did they find? They find, like, MKUltra experiments and documents and mind control experiments and using children to amplify psychic abilities, which is what Eleven was. And my roommate was like, how did you know that? It's like, because I read the declassified documents. I've read the reports. I've read the books. I've read the stuff about this. And that's what Eleven was in the show. She was remote viewing Russia to get information. And then they opened up this portal to this this upside-down world. But they were using children to remote view. And remote viewing, clairvoyance, seeing the future and things like this, or seeing the past, remote viewing isn't necessarily a, a singular in-the-moment time. It's in the past, it's in the present, it's in the future. And it was about five years ago, we interviewed uh, Courtney Brown from the Farsight Institute for remote viewing here on the show. We've interviewed him twice. Back in 2015, and we interviewed him on Cydonia and Mars. Now, you know about the monolith, that the monoliths have been found all over Earth, and you know about the, the, the monoliths there on Mars. And you know that a couple of weeks ago, 
this is what got me thinking about it. A couple of weeks ago, a former Israeli space security chief, Haim Ashed, after 30 years came out and said that there's an agreement between humans and aliens, between Israel, the United States, and aliens, and that they are waiting for us to fully understand what space and spaceships are. They're interested in space, too. And that they've been waiting, and there's an agreement so that they can conduct experiments here on Earth, and we will, you know, essentially protect their presence or something to that effect, right? And we've heard that story before. They, they, they abduct people, and they give us technology. But this is what Haim Ished said, that there is a, quote, underground base in the depths of Mars, and that there are people there that are working together, aliens and humans. Now, I thought that was really interesting, Because in 2015, we talked with Courtney Brown, and he talked about his two remote viewers working on the project that saw these underground tunnels and these underground um, cavities and and, and facilities that were not natural, that were totally manufactured. And this is what Courtney Brown had to say back in 2015 right here on the secret teachings about those underground facilities, and that's now what Former Israeli space security chief is saying, Hi, my shed. There's an underground base in the depths of Mars. There's all these tunnel systems. This is what Courtney Brown told us over five years ago. But in Mars, they had a subway system, and the the trains that were used were like the maglev trains that we use on Earth uh, on steroids. I mean, they were really fast. And so that was a dominant way to get around on Mars. And so, um, and Dick Algar describes that in explicit detail by going under the so-called face and then following it. And, and Badaz Smith also found these underground tunnels, tunnels and chambers under the face on Mars as well. But Dick Algar was really one who, who went into the train system and how it was powered and the, the whole thing. And so, and we have really good, some of these tunnels have been exposed due to erosion on the surface of Mars. So now NASA has really good uh, pictures of these tunnels. So so underground tunnels, underground chambers, facilities. Courtney Brown told us that that was May of 2015, and that had been a remote viewing experiment that I think went back further, 2014 maybe, uh, around there. And he was talking about it in May of 2015. And he said then what Haim Ashed is telling us now. There's underground locations on Mars. There are aliens working there. And Courtney Brown told us the same thing. There are, you know, beings there. They look like us. They're human. And there are humans from Earth there. Uh, even M. Don Shorn, our good friend who wrote a big book series using these ancient texts about, you know, his theory on what aliens are and, uh, you know, of their existence. And he said the same thing, that Mars was a location where there was a human uh, civilization. It was it was obliterated, and then humans escaped or went to the moon. They went to the Earth, and, and millions, and millions of years ago. And that what we have today is a remnant of that technology and understanding. That there are still advanced, you know, uh, civilizations today, kind of in our presence. We just don't interact with them. And that might be what Haimashet is talking about. They're waiting for us. He said they have been waiting until today for humanity to develop and reach a stage where we will understand in general what space and spaceships are. It's really fascinating. And so when you think about how they did this remote viewing, uh, you know, psychic projections like in Stranger Things, and you see this in the X-Files with psychometry and other forms of psychic abilities, what happens? We are tapping into things that are very natural, 
we don't really identify them. We don't really isolate. Them. We don't really understand what they are, where they come from, at least in you know mechanical, material, scientific terms. So we are developing these incredible scientific advances and machines and technologies, but we're losing a part of ourselves in the process, which is what my book, The Technological Elixir, is all about. We become more synthetic and less organic. There's a way to connect to both, but we are becoming very synthetic, like the Borg in Star Trek. And this is what Courtney Brown had to say about this, that we are developing these incredible technologies, but we are isolating ourselves in the process. The, and most most species out there have a much closer bonding. They live more connected telepathically. They communicate normally telepathically, meaning all those boundaries are not there. So what you can say is some species have actually referred to us humans as the masters of limitations. And so what we are is a species that is refining the idea of being cut off from everything else. And it is blankety-blank scary to a lot of other people in the galaxy. So when I say we're advanced, I'm saying like we are on the cutting edge of isolating ourselves. We are on the cutting edge of isolating ourselves. And whether or not you believe Courtney Brown, he worked in the military programs, Project Guerrilla Flame. He was involved in those military psychic experiments, creating psychic soldiers. George Clooney was in that movie, The Men Who Stare at Goats. That's what this is partly and loosely based on, perhaps more uh, uh, solidly than loosely based on these types of experiments. And Courtney Brown is saying we remote viewed Mars. We found these underground facilities. There are humans and aliens working there. And this is exactly what the former Israel space security chief said, Haim Ashed, a couple of weeks ago. NBC News even reported it. Aliens exist. And uh, they're just waiting for us to develop a certain form of technology to present themselves to us. And, and technology can be very limiting. Our understanding of what allows us to develop technology is often overlooked because it's our understanding of electricity, our understanding of, of connection with others, telepathy, clairvoyance, telekinesis, psychometry. These are the things that are just defined loosely and dismissively as extrasensory perceptions. But the military has experimented in this. Famous authors have experimented in this. Automatic writing, psychography, from Elton John to Oscar Wilde, they've experimented with this kind of thing. Tapping into the subconscious. All these things that we call paranormal, parapsychological, even Scientific America published a story in 2013. Your thoughts can release abilities beyond normal limits. And that's what Courtney Brown said. We are on the cutting edge of limitation. We are limiting ourselves with thought and with also action. When we understand what we really are, it's empowering just in thought. And a lot of that happens when we make connections with other people. When we open our mind, it allows for possibility to flow freely. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. Don't go anywhere right here on The Fringe FM. Check out thesecretteachings.info. $40 for a one-year subscription, the montages, my digital books, and a physical book. I'll autograph and send to you with free shipping. It's 40 bucks for the holiday special. If you already have a book, you can renew your subscription for another year for $35. That's a discount from what it normally is. It's all for the Holy Day sell here on The Secret Teachings. 10% goes back to the Fringe FM. That's what you're tuned into right now. Don't go anywhere. There's more after this. 
Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Why listen to The Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with lighting the void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. This is Jess Rogie from the Rogie Report News, and I literally sift through hundreds of articles a week to bring you the best in Fringe News. Check out the Rogie Report News here on the Fringe FM. You can't handle the truth! Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings, where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else. www.thesecretteachings.info Hi, this is Dave Cruz of Beyond the Strange, and you're listening to Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. 
join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where happiness is an illusion. Here, where the past, present, and future all co coexist on the same timeline. Welcome to a future where our true re reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. Broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. You know, the guy that developed the law of thermodynamics, Robert Boyle, was a practicing alchemist. Another practicing alchemist, the inventor of the microscope, Robert Hooke. William Harvey, a practicing alchemist, discovered circulation of the blood. Francis Crick experimented with altered states of consciousness and LSD, he discovered the double helix DNA and won the Nobel Prize with James Watson. And Sir Robert Moray published the first scientific journal, Philosophical Transactions, was a Rosicrucian philosopher. Devices like the radio and television were both invented or partially invented, uh, invented as the result of attempts to make contact with the spirit worlds and capture psychic influences. Now you might think, well, in the time of these men, this was very common to have interest in those kinds of subjects. And therefore, these are not scientific endeavors, alchemy and Rosicrucian philosophy, etc. But on the contrary, they are indeed scientific endeavors, understanding through philosophy, through myth, through occultism and alchemy, how the world works, how to change things, how to transmute things. Cooking is a transmutation. It's a matter of definition, how you define these things. And whether or not it's parapsychological, paranormal, psychic, whatever term you want to apply to it, what we call extrasensory perception is merely a less understood and less visible form, not just through the ocular means, not just through the eyes, but a less visual, a less crystallized form of perception and intuition and how we perceive the world overall in so many different ways. When a woman has a baby... She has a connection to that baby that is different and stronger in some ways than the father does. 
And that connection, if it is nurtured, is what we call mother's intuition. Fathers also have intuition, but they have it in a different way because naturally, biologically, physiologically, they have different responsibilities in the the hierarchy of nature. And it doesn't make their responsibilities better or worse than the woman and vice versa, but they have their own instinct. It's looking at these instincts, following them, listening to them, that we might call paranormal or psychic because we listen to those instincts. We can begin to converse and communicate with people in a way that would be defined um, with new age terminology as being an empath, being able to feel people's emotions and energies. Traditionally, we call it telepathy or we call it psychometry. And we can feel what other people are thinking, what other people are feeling This can be used to implant thoughts like an inception in somebody's head. So there are those that are psychic that can use their abilities to help or to harm people. And these can be used for military purposes as well. Of course, back in 1984, the New York Times published Pentagon is said to focus on ESP for wartime use, a headline of an article about the Pentagon's expenditure of millions of dollars and concerns even going up to the White House and President Carter who ordered the Central Intelligence Agency to conduct a high-level review of psychic research behind the Iron Curtain in an attempt to assess a possible Soviet threat. So this has been known. It has been experimented on. It has likely been perfected to some degree in the 21st century, but it has been all of these things for roughly 75 to 100 years. But if you go back further into the 1850s with Oscar Wilde, He was using automatic writing. You go back to the story that we told last night of Belshazzar and his father Nebuchadnezzar in the book of Daniel and the writing on the wall, many, many tinkle parson, your kingdom is coming to an end. You violated the laws of nature. You defiled the temple of God. There's a story there conveying a deeper meaning. But in that story, it says that uh, Belshazzar summoned the uh, astrologers and the diviners and the magicians and just like in Pharaoh's court. And Daniel, who we would identify today in a sense with being more like a Jedi, um, was able to use his understanding of, of God and his wisdom to interpret the writing on the wall. And he was rewarded for that, even though he didn't want to be rewarded for it. But just like Moses in the Pharaoh's court, the magicians were frauds. And they were performing stage magic, but Moses understood something deeper and more powerful uh, of which stage magic is sometimes based on, where there are literal um, abilities that go beyond the physical realm. But our, our entire perception of the world is beyond the physical. We don't quantify our perception unless we write down, we make notes, we create something. That's coming from a spiritual place. That's all like channeling. It's like invocation. It's like summoning. We use a Ouija board, we use a pendulum, we use psychography, we use automatic writing, automation, we use things that allow us to communicate with the subconscious, with our guardian angel, whatever it might be. And the body is electric, and electricity is a major component of psychic research and psychic understanding. Body capacitance is the physical property of the human body that has it act as a capacitor 
And like any other electrically conducting object, a human body can store electrical charges if it is insulated. You know, we know about static electricity with balloons and socks and things like that. You create this static electricity. Uh, I was playing with my son Fox the other day, and I got him a little, like, 99-cent bag of balloons, and I blew some of them up, and he was like, I don't think he even understood. It was just normal for him. But I, this balloon, and I didn't do anything to it, but this balloon was like stuck to my leg. And I tried to move it, and it was just like hovering there in the air. And he didn't look at it with any awe, like, oh, my God, Dad, how are you doing that? He looked at it like, well, that's normal. <laughs> you know, because to a kid, it's until we teach them limitation, they don't realize, well, that seems abnormal. What's causing that? And that might seem like it's some form of you know, ability, like I can make something hover, but it's just electrical magnetic repulsion, which creates, you know, if you reverse magnets, they've they've conducted these experiments. You can levitate through that or through, uh, you know, certain energetic fields like the, the Hutchison effect. You can levitate bowling balls. You can levitate, you know, heavy pieces of metal. You can levitate water. You can levitate toothpicks. You can levitate things. It's not a, a supernatural ability like I'm going to use this undefined power to levitate something. It's just we're understanding how electrical um, fields work. We're understanding electromagnetic fields. We're understanding how it works. We can, we can apply that to creating levitation, which is otherwise seen as very supernatural and, and, and undefinable through scientific terms, but it's actually the opposite. Scientific understanding will allow us to tap into those things, and that's why I think it's very powerful, and that's why we're kind of, we're kind of brought up to believe and we're taught that those are, those are unsubstantiated, those are fantasies, those are delusions of, you know, past people. It's just a state of uh, paranoia. None of this stuff really exists, yet the military found that it was relevant enough to dump billions of dollars into it for psi spies or super soldiers. And whether that's using drugs or it's using genetic engineering, China is conducting these experiments today. Uh, they're using vaccines on on their on their troops. We've done this in the United States. You know, even though this report that came out from the U.S. intel agencies, uh, John Ratcliffe, director of national intelligence, said there are no ethical boundaries to Beijing's pursuit of power. Well, there are really no ethical boundaries to any country's pursuit of power, even in the United States. We've tested on soldiers. American companies have tested on uh, invalids. They've tested on people that are mentally ill. They've tested on the homeless. They've tested drug companies. Tested on prisoners. It's not just Beijing. It's just like people that are conducting these experiments. Uh, you think of Jolly and Dr. Jolly and West, um, Sidney Gottlieb. You can look up Sidney Gottlieb, LSD, CIA. You find New York big New York Times articles about it, just like this ESP article I mentioned. But the the, the, the static electricity. That we know about the static electricity is is an imbalance of electric charge within or on the surface of a material like a balloon or whatever it might be, and the charge remains there until it is able to move away by means of an electric current or electrical discharge. So, a person who may be very excited energetically, very happy, very joyous, or very sad, very angry, hateful, hate is very similar to love but it's just different parts of the same spectrum like warmth and heat and you know chilliness and cold it's on the same spectrum and we have a harder time thinking what people call positively because 
positive thoughts go closer to Kether, if you're thinking in Kabbalistic terms, and negative thoughts stay closer to Malkuth. They are more crystallized and solidified like our bodies. Our bodies are really limitations. They're vessels. A person who has effects on electronics, this is um, a studied phenomenon now that people can affect electronics just by being around them. It's not a military experiment. It's just they affect electronics or the electronics affect them, right? Because you can use electricity. You can project uh, directed energy towards people to make them dizzy or nauseous. Microwave weapons, for example, like we documented almost three and a half years ago before the mainstream media said that microwave weapons were probably used, according to U.S. um, reports, uh, U.S. government intelligence reports, that this was what was used on the diplomats in Cuba at the embassy. So you can get all these effects, but it can also be used to relieve pain. Electricity can be. It it can be used to relieve, uh, you know, if you have constipation, it's been used for hundreds of years for these things, but it depends on the frequency, it depends on the, the, the amount of electricity. And electricians used to be doctors. Uh, they would electrocute people, but not in the way like they're frying them on a death chair. Others wanted to be shocked. They wanted to be electrocuted in the, the, the 1700s, in the 1750s, 1746, I think, was the year that Pieter von Muskenbroek, a professor of physics at the University of Leiden, uh, developed what was essentially lightning in a bottle or the Leiden jar that people started buying and it was manufactured to give them electrical shocks. They wanted to fill that electrical shock, even though people like uh, Muskenbroek and others were like, don't do this, this is dangerous. And people were like, I don't care, I want to be electrocuted. I want to, I want to, be, I want to be shocked. Um, it was, it, it, it's what they call historically electromania. And we have a similar mania today about vaccines. It's like doctors are like, if you're pregnant, if you're, if you're over this height, <laughs> you know, if you like uh, classical music, if you like this, that, if you're this, don't get a vaccine. It's pretty much don't get a vaccine at all. They're telling you to don't get the vaccine for COVID-19. And people are like, I don't care. I'm going to get it anyway because some people said I should and I just feel better getting the vaccine. It's like electromania. Don't be electrocuted. Don't get yourself electrocuted and people lining up to be electrocuted. The body is a powerhouse of energy. It is a bioelectrical computer. There's a phenomena of electrical disturbances, a singular phenomenon called street lamp interference. They call the people sliders. And it's not that you're trying to do this, but you walk under a street light and it goes out and maybe it's because the bulb is loose or some coincidence, but I've walked under them. Let's, let's say I walked under five and the first one will turn off, the second one will turn off. When I get to the third one, it turns off, the first one turns back on. I get to the fourth one, it turns off, the first and second one are back on and it's like literally the lights are turning on and off as I walk under them. It doesn't make me a superhero. It just means that my body is producing perhaps more electricity or I have a larger energetic field around my body than other people that might walk and not experience the same thing. And it also depends on your, your mood, your state of mind, and things like that. But you look at lamps and televisions and light bulbs and volume levels on your television even and electronical toys and magnetic strips on credit cards and debit cards. All these things can be altered and changed without you even knowing them just because of your body. 
your body capacitance, your body stores electricity. It's powerful. Tapping into that can allow others to implant thoughts in your minds and to make you sick, to give you these kinds of symptoms that electricity can, like nausea, headaches, drowsiness, heart palpitations, chest pain, respiratory infection, shortness of breath, wheezing, metallic taste. Those are all literally symptoms of COVID-19. And they're also symptoms of getting a vaccine for COVID-19, the mRNA vaccine. People are passing out fainting. They need resuscitation. People are having massive allergic reactions. They're telling people not to take it, but they want to be electrocuted, you know. And those are the symptoms that are actually, when you get the vaccine, the, the symptoms of having, you know, a vaccine, the effects of having a vaccine, not side effects, are more severe, from what I've been reading, than the symptoms of COVID-19. And so we say, well, the virus did that, right? Or bacteria did that, but maybe not. It's just like with diabetes. Some people say fat, some people say sugar, some people say both. I think both. But both arguments make a lot of sense. Perhaps there are other reasons, whether it's diabetes or it's heart disease or it's cancer or whatever it is. I mean, you can put voices into somebody's head with devices you can buy on the Internet just to listen to music. And you can call that person, you know, a a, a gamer who's listening to their video game while they play and nobody else can hear it. Or you can call them insane because they're hearing voices in their head, right? These things are powerful. Scientific America reported in 2013 that there is accumulating evidence that suggests that our thoughts are often capable of extending our cognitive and physical limits. Merely changing our thoughts about our physical activity seems capable of changing our bodies. This is where placebos come into effect. Expectancies such as expecting that one's work will bring about health benefits are capable of producing physiological outcome because that is literally the mind over matter. The mind affects the matter and the matter affects the mind. If you lose an arm in an accident, you break a bone, like that affects the mind. It might make you depressed. That then in turn affects the physiology of the body. That affects the, the, the anatomy of the body, how things function, whether it's your direct mental state or the subconscious or the way that your body functions. And, and, and mental states, therefore, can lead to sickness. They can lead to physical ailments, not just mental ailments, physical ailments. And when people are in a state of sickness or illness, then we pump the body full of drugs or full of other things. And what happens? We get sicker or we shut off certain functions of the body. And when we shut off those certain functions of the body, we feel healed, but we're just making the process worse. We didn't fix anything. You know, it's like in a movie where a plane has four engines and you shut one of the engines off because it catches fire and you're like, you got three engines, you're still good. But then landing the plane and then not fixing the fourth engine and just flying again. Oh, it's good. We turned it off. That's not good. You turned it off. You're lucky you landed the plane. It didn't explode. You're lucky you were able to land at all. You're lucky your body's functioning at all, but that shows you how powerful the body is. A Wired magazine in 2008, Mind May Affect Machines. Researchers at the Princeton Engineering Anomalies Research Program, or PEAR, it's one of the most pretentious fruits, isn't it? Pears have been attempting to measure the effect of human consciousness 
on machines since 1979. Oh yeah, that's just it's all just in my imagination. It's all just, you know, this the spiritual conspiracy and it's all paranormal delusion. Really? Then why has the Pentagon spent billions of dollars developing psi spies? Why did the Pentagon develop psychic super soldiers? It's just imaginative. It's like, well, they didn't succeed, Ryan. Really, they didn't succeed. Then why are they still conducting similar research today? Why is it we find out, like, oh, they did that in the 60s? They're not doing that today. Oh, they did it in the 70s. Oh, they're not doing that today. Oh, they did it in the 80s. Oh, they did it in the 90s. Oh, they did it in the 2000s. Oh, so they've been doing this for a long time. They're still doing it today because it works. Using random event generators, computers that spew random op- uh, output, they have participants focus their intent on controlling the machine's output. Out of several million trials, they've detected small but statistically significant signs that minds may be able to interact with machines. Researchers are careful not to claim, though, that minds cause an effect or that they know that na- the nature of the communication because you wouldn't want to lose your funding for suggesting something that science can actually prove if you had the funding and the balls to actually go through with the science, right? Because they say science, 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 science but they don't actually use the science. That's just a term they use so they don't have to use the science because they use the science, they lose their funding. Like if archaeologists didn't find what they were told to find, they'd lose their funding. Or if they didn't say what we found was this, this, or this within the standard confines of what is typical history, then they lose their funding. They lose their jobs. You don't even get a degree if you don't capitulate to whatever the standard status quo line is. So the researchers in this particular case at Princeton found that the mind can affect machines. In the same way that in Scientific America, five years later, your thoughts can release abilities beyond normal limits. This is well known. All ancient people that were advanced in some way, shape, or form and had a civilization to a large degree understood and knew this, and their information that's been passed along to us probably comes from more advanced ancient cultures themselves. Perhaps it even comes from Mars. That might seem like a very strange segue. It's not a segue at all. Perhaps that information came from Mars. How did it come from Mars? Well, Haim Ashed, former Israeli space security chief, said that there are underground facilities on Mars. He said there's an agreement between the U.S. and uh, with aliens. We've heard that for decades. They, they conduct experiments. They've gone too far with human abductions and animal abductions, but we let them do it because they're more advanced than us and they give us technology, right? Well, we interviewed Courtney Brown from the Farsight Institute for Remote Viewing who worked on the military programs. Project Girl Flame, Flame is probably the most famous. And here's what Courtney Brown had to say five-plus years ago, five-and-a-half years ago, and the research was from before that where they did the remote viewing. He confirmed over five years ago what Haim Ashed said about underground bases and tunnels and things like that on Mars. Give it a listen. But in Mars, they had a subway system, and the the trains that were used were like the maglev trains that we use on Earth uh, on steroids. I mean, they were really fast. And so that was a dominant way to get around on Mars. And so, um, and Dick Elgar describes that in explicit detail by going under the so-called face and just following it. And, and Badaz Smith also found these underground tunnels, tunnels and chambers under the face on Mars as well. But Dick Elgar was really one who, who went into the train system and how it was powered and the, the whole thing. And so, and we have really good, some of these tunnels have been exposed due to erosion. 
on the surface of Mars. So now NASA has really good uh, pictures of these tunnels. So that's exactly what Heim Veshed said, or Heim Eshed, excuse me, underground base in the depths of Mars. I just thought that was interesting because I, I remembered Courtney Brown saying that I went back into the archive and pulled that from 2015. Um, and he said a lot of other stuff, like there are humans and aliens. The, the aliens look like us, and they're working together on Mars. Courtney Brown talked about that then as well. And that's what Haim said. There's an agreement between the U.S. government and aliens. They signed a contract to do experiments here. And, uh, you know, they're, they're working together with these aliens. You can say whatever you want. I, the point is not to confirm your belief, if you already believe this, or to suggest you should believe it. I mean, it's NBC News. Aliens exist according to Haim Eshed. It's what Courtney Brown told us. And how did they tell us that? They told us that through remote viewing, through psychic research, which the military had already performed and essentially perfected. And what exactly does remote viewing remind you of? Like clairvoyance, seeing into the future, projecting the future, understanding the future. You can do that through history. You can do that through remote viewing uh, time, space. And they say that the aliens can see you, right? They know that you're there, just like in The Lord of the Rings. Sauron says, I can see you when you put the ring on. So we're looking to understand these abilities. Uh, They can be used to confirm things that we already know or tell us things that we don't know we can confirm later. And their natural abilities, like China's creating super soldiers, the U.S. is creating super soldiers. This has been going on for decades, over over half a century. They can use drugs, they can use other things, but they can also alter the body genetically. They can tap into those extrasensory perceptions, control them like electricity, and use them in warfare. Or we can use them to empower ourselves and to have more control over our world and not allow those emotions to control us or not allow those those uh, electrical expulsions to to uh, frighten us like I touch electronics sometimes things malfunction many people I know have seen that happen and it's weird but it's happening it's like you can say empath that's just some woohoo wacky thing telepathy that's woohoo and wacky but if you've experienced it you know Telepathy's real. It just might not be what you define it as. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Check out the website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Our $40 end-of-the-year holiday special. You get a free book with your subscription. If you already have one of the books or all the books, you can just do $35 for a one-year subscription renewal. www.thesecretteachings.info. We'll be back. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out The Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and TalkStream Live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. 
visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Why listen to the Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with Lighting the Void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. This is Jess Rogie from the Rogie Report News, and I literally sift through hundreds of articles a week to bring you the best in Fringe News. Check out the Rogie Report News here on the Fringe FM. You can't handle the truth! Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else. www.thesecretteachings.info
I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. Psychic phenomenon, paranormal activity, parapsychology, I'd imagine are of some interest to you if you're listening to The Fringe and if you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Maybe you're into aliens, maybe you're into remote viewing or palmistry or psychometry or psychography. Last night we talked about psychography, automatic writing, and how it relates to the Bible, how it relates to the story of Nebuchadnezzar's son, Belshazzar, the king, and Daniel, and how Belshazzar did not learn from his father's mistakes And he violated the temple of nature, of God, drank out of the gold and the silver and the bronze goblets and was merry and drunk and happy. And so God wrote on the wall, many, many tinkle parson. Daniel came in like Moses and embarrassed the astrologers and the diviners and translated what God had said and told Belshazzar that your kingdom has come to an end. It will be divided up. This is retribution for defiling the temple of God. But what is the temple of God? It's the temple of nature. It's the bodily temple, the individual bricks in the societal temple, to use a Masonic concept. The bodily temple, the natural temple, the the world around us, there are things that if you go outside on a warm, sunny day, you feel the warmth of the sun, And it makes most of you probably feel pretty good, especially if you pay close attention to it. You feel the warmth on the skin. That's good. In fact, that UV light helps your RNA to communicate to your cells when to replicate. And if you don't have it or if you have too much of it, it causes a regular cellular replication. And that can cause cellular tumor growth, which is your body's response to malfunctioning or your body's response to poison at least according to the understanding I have of how this works. Your body produces vitamin D, a certain type of vitamin D through the sun. So this is all good. But when you take a walk in moonlight, maybe at midnight, it's a different feeling. The energy's changed. Now, those energies of the sun and the moon are preserved in virtually everything that we understand about the natural world. Male and female. Some cultures actually saw the sun as female. They saw the moon as male. But male and female. Warmth, sunlight, cold, darkness, but not necessarily an evil darkness. They are, it's the marriage of the two. The moon is a reflector of the sun, projecting sunlight down onto earth. So that is Lucifer cast out of the heavens by Jehovah the moon god. The light reflecting from Venus to the moon to Earth, Lucifer cast down to Earth. The sun and the moon, we can feel when they are out and present in their powerful forms of full moon or a bright sunny day with no clouds. We can feel that energy. So if you're attempting to communicate with spirits or if you're attempting to communicate with the dead, I'm not saying necromancy, but if you're attempting to communicate with the dead and spirits using a Ouija board, you light candles to draw the cold, painful experiences of the spirits to the warm, light-bearing candles, or to the love and the connection that you might share with a partner practicing the Ouija board. 
or to your own intention and love and will to communicate with things that are positive or things that at least aren't going to maliciously harm you, that aren't going to lie with They might play with you, but they probably won't lie to you, although spirits could lie, I guess, right? If you think about it, I think spirits could probably lie. They seem to communicate just like us. Maybe they are us. That's really it, right? They're the subconscious mind. They're the, the guardian angel. They are the spirit self. They are all these things that you read about in Rudolf Steiner and other authors who write about the, the different parts of the body, the etheric and the astral and whatnot. You feel that energy, and energy is all around you. So you go to a, a graveyard or you go to a church to perform those rituals or to perform prayers, right? You have symbols. Uh, Catholicism is, is highly, highly uh, iconographic. It's highly ritualistic. You go to the Mormon church, it is also the same. These energies of praying, focusing attention, communicating with something else, projecting ourselves, biolocation, telepathy, clairvoyance, remote viewing, psychometry, psychography, using your body as a conduit. These are all things that are like tools and accessories of the human body. They are tools and accessories of consciousness and spirit and soul. They allow us to extend ourselves beyond the crystallized Malkuth, the crystallized material world, and branch out and reach out to others. If you would like to look at this idea from a, from a modern theorist's point of view on aliens and geopolitics, you could say aliens are here and they're oppressing those abilities so we don't grow and reach out to a galactic confederation or federation or something like that, which is what... Uh, to some degree, uh, Haim Eshed, former Israeli space security chief, said that there are underground bases on Mars and that these aliens are they're part of a galactic federation. Now, when Corey Good says it, I laugh at him. When Haim Eshed says it, I say, was this publicity stunt? What is this? But it sounds more believable, especially when I have Courtney Brown from the Farsight Institute for Remote Viewing telling me the same thing five, six years ago on the show that there are these facilities underground on Mars And he did that through remote viewing. But it's not that he couldn't have got the idea from somewhere and lied. I don't believe Courtney Brown was lying about that. I just think it's it's kind of common knowledge. Here's what Courtney Brown said about those. But in Mars, they had a subway system, and the the trains that were used were like the maglev trains that we use on Earth uh, on steroids. I mean, they were really fast. And so that was a dominant way to get around on Mars. And so, um, and Dick Algar describes that in explicit detail by going under the so-called face and then following it. And, and Badaz Smith also found these underground tunnels, tunnels and chambers under the... Underground chambers and tunnels and things like that, right? So, Courtney Brown tells us that he tells us the same thing that Haim Ashed just said a few weeks ago, former Israeli Space Authority uh, secret, uh, security chief. And then Courtney Brown told us this about uh, technology, and he said that these other beings, and they can see you when you're remote viewing, just like Sauron can see you when you put the ring on, but when you take it off, you can hide. You tap into that other world with second sight, and the other things can see you and communicate with you. You use those tools, whether it's the ring uh, of, of Genji's, or it's, which is where the Lord of the Rings came from, the idea, or it's the ring of uh, the Ouija board, in a sense. It is the Ouija board that allows us to look into that world. The spirits can look at us and say, we see you. We can communicate with you. We feel you.
and that's good. You can draw that to you. That's the good stuff, and then you can you can block the bad stuff if you know what you're doing. The things that are malicious, or that are not even necessarily malicious, but that are kind of fanciful and flightful and you know immature. Courtney Brown said this about technology and how technology is actually limiting us and blocking us from these abilities. The, and most most species out there have a much closer bonding. They live more connected telepathically. They communicate normally telepathically, meaning all those boundaries are not there. So what you can say is some species have actually referred to us humans as the masters of limitations. And so what we are is a species that is refining the idea of being cut off from everything else. And it is blankety-blank scary to a lot of other people in the galaxy. So when I say we're advanced, I'm saying like we are on the cutting edge of isolating ourselves. Cutting edge of isolating ourselves, sure. That might be true to an enormous degree. However, when you have countries creating super soldiers beyond merely methamphetamines, Genetic engineering, uh, what they call enhancement, if it's beneficial. Otherwise, enhancement to one is dehancement to another. When you have super soldiers and you have technologies that are developed to peer into other worlds, that, that, that literally like an atomic bomb that rips open the fabric of space-time, when you have that kind of thing developed and you have the television and radio and all these famous scientists that are working on things that we know like the law of thermodynamics and other things that are the result of uh, alchemical experimentation, that, that are the result of, 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 of metaphysical observation. Well, you start to realize that when the Pentagon is doing research into ESP back in the 70s and 80s, when uh, Princeton in the 20th century, but, but going back to the 1970s, was doing research on how the mind can affect machines. When Scientific America is publishing how your thoughts can release abilities beyond your normal limits, when that's all happening, we think we're going to get these abilities. We're going to get the machines and the technology. But what happens? Breakaway civilization. What happens? Elysium. What happens? Those that have these technologies, a life extension and things like that, they get to keep them. They get to maintain. They get the superhuman abilities. You don't get those. You are isolated. You are kept from tapping into those potentials. Not just things like telepathy, but even a general sense of like familial connection, love and companionship. That's destroyed, obliterated in a form of cultural genocide. So we have an ability to tap into things that are natural, but we also have the ability, and we've already done this, to hijack those natural things and to weaponize them. Replacing organic life with synthetic life or organic abilities, including ESP, with synthetic abilities that allow us to read people's minds through little devices that MIT's developed. You can laugh all you want about it. Just type it in. MIT develops device to read your mind. Princeton has been studying for at least 40 years how the mind can affect machines. The Pentagon the military of various countries, multiple countries, have been experimenting since the 70s and long before. Even up to the White House in 1977, President Carter ordered the CIA to conduct high-level review of psychic research behind the Iron Curtain and Soviet threats. The Pentagon, DARPA, they're experimenting with this stuff, and they continue to do it because they know that it works. And they've turned it on 
civilians. These abilities that we think need to have billions of dollars dumped into them, they don't. George Lucas showed you that in Star Wars, the idea of the Jedi in isolation and meditation. This is the, this is the archetype. This is the, 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 the ritual, the process of becoming enlightened, like the Buddha, and obtaining these powers and using the force, the energy around you, the electricity. Our bodies produce this. This is where uh, street lamp interference as a phenomenon, uh, which is interesting that it's such a big phenomenon on the Internet. People are interested in this. It's very paranormal. You turn street lights off after you walk under them. You don't know you're doing it. Maybe you can control it and project it. Electronics malfunction around. Your body is electrical. Your body can do all this stuff. When you use electricity and you turn it back on the body, you can use it to bring someone back to life effectively. You can use it as a defibrillator. You can use it to actually relieve constipation, for that matter. Um, People like Abbe Nolet showed back in 1753 that there are severe biological effects of exposure to direct uh, current electrical fields. They tell us today there's no danger to it. They told us, you know, with with the, the battle, be- the war of the currents between Tesla and Edison, there's no danger with direct currents, right? But it is. There is danger. Electricity is dangerous. It can cause dizziness, nausea, headaches, tumors, seizures, paralysis, respiratory infections, shortness of breath, the symptoms of COVID-19, the symptoms of various diseases. Electricity can cause all of this. Our body is a bioelectrical system. And if our body is damaged knowingly or unknowingly through the kinds of things we use to make our life easier, the, the, the types of technologies that are used to oppress people, to control people's minds and perceptions, and a hijack it. it. We're damaging the body, and we're putting our body, effectively, the best example I can give you, into a real crop formation where malf- there's malfunctions of electronics and things like that, and you realize this is not normal. This is not a natural thing in the sense that we perceive the natural world. But when you start to study, you realize, oh, this is a natural thing. We have these powers and abilities. They're just exaggerated in hyperbole in television shows and movies. And we get the idea of superheroes. We are those things. We have those abilities. It doesn't. I don't, I don't mean to like encourage you to feel like I'm really empowered, to make you feel really empowered, to be like, I look at your hands and you're creating this energy. But you have it. That's what Reiki is. Love is powerful. These are physical and spiritual and seen and unseen, paranormal, parapsychological, psychic abilities we all have. How far do you tap into them and what can you do with them and what you choose to do with them is really the question. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. www.thesecretteachings.info is the website. $40 right now gets you a one-year subscription to the show, access to the montages, Download and stream as many shows as you have the capacity for, the bodily or the mental capacitance for. You also get all my books in digital form and a physical book shipped free in the United States. If you already have the physical book, though, you can still take advantage of the deal. $35 for a one-year subscription. It's usually $50, but it's $35. It supports you, the network, and the uh, the secret teachings. And you can use it to renew your subscription or give it as a gift. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Fringe FM. And this is The Secret Teachings. Stay safe, stay informed. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast.
time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings. But don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else. www.thesecretteachings.info Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum and you're listening to The Fringe FM. <laughs> 